Hello and welcome to the Gambler Bet Builder podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined by our very own king of the Bet Builder Slips Tips. How's it going? Yeah, good thanks. Just hopeful that the games we're about to discuss go ahead this weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's already been a few falling foul of, well, COVID this week, but obviously the weather's starting to take a wee bit of a turn as well. So, yeah, we record this with our fingers crossed that, well, we've only got three games that we're covering this weekend. So, hopefully, uh, all the riches that are in the Premier League will ensure that these games go ahead, certainly from a weather point of view. Yeah, um, no concerns on that front when it comes to the Premier League, just more of the late call-offs of COVID, but um, yeah, here's hoping there's no disruptions to these fixtures. Yep, and it's our last Bet Builder podcast of 2020, which, uh, yeah, probably quite glad of, to be honest. Uh, it's been a year that we're all quite glad to see the back of. Uh, but hopefully we can get started with a win on for 2021. Uh, we've got three tips lined up. Uh, last weekend, we scored our usual two out of three, and you were saying it was a Mike Dean. Irony of all ironies. Uh, Mike Dean card short of landing the treble. Yeah, not often Mike's the villain, but <laughs> it was last weekend, just a card short on that. Um, I think it was a card for each team in the Leicester Man United game. Um, I must have had a miserable Christmas, Mike. Or maybe you've just been listening to the Gambler podcast, who knows? Yeah, quite possibly. We've been talking about the last few weeks. so Yeah, nah. well, I don't know. We've been talking them up or talking them down. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, that was unlucky. We, we still got our customary two out of three. Still waiting for that elusive treble on the podcast, but hopefully this weekend we'll land it. Uh, we've got three games lined up this weekend. Actually, both of them are on, sorry, two of them are on New Year's Day. Uh, I think they both kick off at 5.30, is that right? Um, I think one's 5.30 and one's 8. Or is yeah, one later? I right. think, okay. yeah. So we'll kick off with uh, Everton v West Ham. Uh, and it's a game where I guess Everton will be looking to obviously to pick up three points and keep a pace with the teams that are in and around that top, what we're looking at, top seven or eight, I, th- I think we could probably call it. Yeah, they've... Um, Enjoyed a really strong end to the year, Everton. I think they've won their last four games, and that runs included home wins over Chelsea, Arsenal, and away at Leicester as well. So some some good results after quite a a rough patch that they mm. went through. They had that great start to the season, and they went off the boil, but they've came back quite strongly. I think Ancelotti's went back to basics a bit. He's showed things up a bit at the back, and they're currently in the the top four um, going into this clash. So they'll be looking to sort of keep that momentum going. West Ham, they also made quite a good start to the season, came through a quite a formidable looking fixture list with a good points return, but they've they themselves have went off the boil in recent weeks. I think it's no wins in four, just one win in six. Um and David Moyes he came in for a bit of stick after setting his side up quite defensively at home to Brighton last weekend. Yeah. It was a bit bit more positive against Southampton, but it was a bit of a a snooze fest, to be honest, that game, um, from what I've seen of it. Um, Everton, as I mentioned, on a four-game winning run, um, I think they look a good price to, to win this game at evens, but I'll steer clear of that and I'll head to the, the bet builder market as ever. And the, the combination I like the look of here is over zero Everton goals, over three Everton corners, under six match goals and under six match cards, and that pays... Five to six with bet three six five. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, you sent me this through earlier and can't see any flaws in this one. Uh, the Everton goal, Everton have a fairly decent record at the moment. They're averaging two goals per game at Goodison. So that looks a fairly reasonable shout. Uh, the under six cards was interesting for me. That part of the Brett Builder. Referees, Kevin Friend, he is one of the lowest uh, in terms of the card count in the league. Um, Everton and West Ham both relatively low as well. West Ham averaging less than a card a game. So far, Everton slightly higher at 1.73. We attempted to go for a lower number than under six cards in this game. I was tempted, yeah, just given the, the fact that it is Kevin Friend. It's the referee here. He's um, friend and name only when it comes to... <laughs> card backers or punters who like a, a card bet. Um, as you said, quite a low card average. I think it's yeah, roughly just over two per game and third lowest in the, the top flight. Um, in his last five games, he's shown one, two, two, two and one card. And also add to that something that you touched on as well, West Ham, who they're, they're one of the cleanest teams in the league, if you will. Um, I think only Liverpool have a a better disciplinary record than the Hammers at this stage. So, yeah, happy to, to put under six match cards um, into this bet builder. Yeah, I just wonder what kind of price boost you'd have got had you gone under under five, which still allows you, obviously, four cards. Yeah, I think it would take it um, to odds against um, mm. off the top of my head. I think it was maybe about 21 to 20, if I remember right. So I wouldn't put anyone off that, but I'll just give myself that extra bit of security with the, the under six. Yeah, especially if you're getting five to six on it. Uh, on the corners market, Everton are averaging 4.5 at home. Not the highest corner count that you'll come across in the Premier League. Yeah, um, we're backing them to really sort of hit their average here, um, but they, they have hit four or more corners in each of their last five home matches, all of which were against quite strong opposition. They've played Man United twice. League and Cup, and that they've played Arsenal, Chelsea, and Leeds. So, been up against good opposition in the last few weeks, and they've managed to to hit four or more. West Ham, they've conceded four or more corners in each of their last three games, and in seven of their last nine. And given that Moyes is a bit more of a pragmatic coach, I think Everton could be on the front foot um, for large spells of this game. So, yeah, happy to go with four plus Everton corners. And the under six goals looks safe enough if this week's midweek fixtures have anything to go by. I think we were saying outside the, the Leeds game, there's only three goals in the other five fixtures in midweek. So certainly not trending towards goals in the Premier League at the moment. No, definitely been a lot of low scoring games. I don't know if that's due to a combination of things, maybe the sort of congested fixture list and um, maybe the weather as well is um, playing a part in that. Um but yeah, I think even with this play, you could you could still get a few goals here in the bet builder. Yeah. Um, you could could still land. But Everton, they were really good for goals in the early weeks of the season. But um, I think a lot of their improvements sort of coincided with them being more defensively sound. Five of the last six have gone under two and a half. And um, West Ham, their games have been quite good for goals this season. But only one of their fixtures have featured six goals or more that was that crazy 3-3 draw we, that Spurs so mm. all things considered happy to go with, with under six match goals OK so in summary then it's over zero goals for Everton under six match goals under six match cards and over three corners for Everton and that pays five to six yeah with bet three six five OK 
Okay, it's also on Friday on New Year's uh, Day is Aston Villa's trip to Man United. Uh, I don't know why I searched this fact out, but by my reckon, I think Villa have only won once in 37 years at Old Trafford. So that's probably a measure of the task that's facing them on yeah, Friday night. Um, that is quite some amount of time that they've yeah. um, failed to get a win there, but they'll probably fancy their chances of bringing that to an end of the way they're going at the moment. They've had a yeah, cracking start this season. Yep. Yeah, but I think the same could be said of, of Man United. They've sort of been motoring along quite quietly um, and they've yeah. moved, up to, moved up to second in the league, sort of out of nowhere. I get the impression that no one's more surprised than Man United, that Man United are actually second in the league. Yeah, I think we spoke last week on the podcast about how quickly things can change in football and I think Man United are a good example of that. Only a few weeks ago they were a crisis club, only gone yeah. a full shire was leading the sack race, but they're now being mentioned as title contenders. They're into the last four of the League Cup. I think they're unbeaten in nine league matches, so I think if they win this game they'll go level in points with Liverpool. So, uh, it's, yeah, they need, just they need another... a, a 9 0 win. To go top of the table for, <laughs> for New Year, <laughs> so um, that's yeah. their target on Friday night. Yeah. Safe to say that won't be um, part of the bet builder for this one. <laughs> no, I guess not. Um, but yeah, I don't think, having said all that, I don't think you would talk anyone out of making a case for Aston Villa to win here either. Just the way things have been going in the Premier League this season. No, definitely not. They're going really well this season. Um, find themselves in the top six. They've had a, a good festive period. They made light work at Crystal Palace despite playing. I think the full second half went with 10 men. I thought they were well worthy of their point away at Chelsea and Boxing Day. I watched both of those games and I'm just really impressed with, with Villa in both games. So they'll go to Old Trafford's high in conference and I think this will be a really good game. Um, I think there could be a few goals here. It's not something I've factored into the bet builder, but the, the combination I'm looking at here is over zero Man United goals, over zero Aston Villa cards, over two match cards, and over six match corners, and, and that's that pays five to six with, with bet three six five. And I think looking at some of the stats, Aston Villa are a bet builder's dream. <laughs> um, I think they top the corner count. Um, yeah, certainly overall, but at home, uh, they're third in the table away from home for corners. They're also up there with the card count as well. Um, I think they're top of that particular table. In terms yeah. of cards received, they're also top of the table in terms of cards for teams playing against them as well. So it's no wonder that Aston Villa featured quite regularly in some of the, the bet builders that you've suggested on the podcast. Yeah, it feels like I speak about them every week um, when it comes to things like their corners and their cards. But yeah, they certainly have been good value for that um, this season. Um, yeah, as you touched on in the corners, um, you sit top of the team corners chart with, uh, I think it's just over seven per game, which is the highest in the division, and um, just in terms of backing over six match corners here, I think that's something that's landed in all 14 of Villa's um, matches this season. United, they're mid-table when it comes to team corners. Um, I think they're hitting about five per game, but they're averaging closer to six um, at home. So, all things considered, yeah, I think there tends to be plenty of corners in, in in Villa games. I think there was 15 match corners in their match at Chelsea uh, at the start of the week. So, yeah, more than happy to, to go with over six in this match. And we've also got Mike Oliver in the middle. Um, 
he's dishing out an average of 3.17 yellows per game. He's also doled out two reds in his 12 games as well. So that bodes well for over two cards in the match. Yeah, Michael Oliver's far from the worst ref when it comes to getting the book out. I think he's averaging about 3.3 um, per game. He's shown three or more cards in his last five matches. And just looking at his last five, his average would actually come up to, to 4.6 right, if you right. if you just if you just based it on yeah. those games. So he seems to be sort of dishing out more cards in recent weeks. And I just think, um, given the amount of good attacking players that both teams have. I think Villa will have a go here, as they did at Chelsea. I'm more than happy to back Villa to, to pick up at least one card. Um, that's something that they've done in 13 of their 14 league matches this season, but also happy to, to throw in over um, two match cards as well. I think I mentioned last week that Villa are the most fouled side in the league, and they've, they're drawing about 2.71 cards on average from their opponents this season yeah. in their away games. Um so, all things considered, yeah, I think there could be a few cards in this game. We just need uh, some goals to be delivered, which have been in short supply in games in the Premier League this week. Yeah, um, it was something I was mindful of um, when I was sort of doing my prep for the podcast. Um, but I'm happy to add at least one Man United goal to, to this bet builder. They are the um, joint second top scorers in the league with 31 goals. They're averaging just over two goals per game and they've scored at least one goal in 13 of their last 14 matches in all competitions. I think the only exception was that Manchester derby that finished 0-0. Yeah. Um, just looking at some of their recent fixtures, they've scored two or more in five of their last seven. And whilst Villa have been good defensively this season, um, I think they'll do well to keep a clean sheet at Old Trafford. I think both Rashford and Fernandes have scored 14 goals apiece this season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm more than happy to, to back United to score, but I, just something that you touched on as well, I wouldn't be surprised to see Villa get on the score sheet here, so I think that just adds the appeal of backing United to score. I think if they're to take any from this game, they'll, they could need um, a couple of goals, certainly if they're to win it. Um, Villa have scored in I think all but two of their league games this season, so yeah, I think this um, certainly has the makings of a good game for bet builders. I was going to say that, it feels like it's got some good scope for for bet builders, uh, you know, it's almost a case of just making sure you pick the right markets and the right lines. Um, but it feels like a game where there, there should be plenty of incident cards, corners, potentially some goals as well. So, but you've settled on uh, a five to six shot, is it? Which is yep. over over zero goals for Man United, over zero cards for Villa, over two cards in the match overall, and over six corners in the match. Yeah, and that's five to six with bet three six five. Okay, and last but not least, we have Spurs v Leeds, which is on Saturday. Uh, Leeds, I really don't know where to start with Leeds, to be honest, um, <laughs> but they've just been a real brilliant addition to the Premier League, which I think everyone hoped that they were going to be. Uh, so they travelled to Spurs, who, I guess, inconsistency has been their issue this season, um, capable of some brilliant performances, but at the same time, quite a disappointing home record they've got so far in, in the league and had that been better then they'd certainly be up there challenging with Liverpool um, rather than find themselves in seventh at the moment and seven points off the pace. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it was just a few weeks ago they were being sort of considered as, as the real deal um, yeah. when it comes to um, making a bid for the title. Um, but those sort of title hopes have 
gone up in smoke a wee bit. Um, I think it's a four-game winless run now, so they'll be desperate to get back to winning ways when they face Leeds on Saturday. I think they were Spurs were held to one-one at Palace. They lost to Liverpool and Leicester, and last time out it was a late equaliser at Wills that cost them. Um, and having seen that game against Wills as well as the Palace game for that matter, I think they shot themselves in the foot. They surrendered a lead in both of those games, and I think it was mainly due to negative tactics. Yeah. Um, they they just didn't want to sort of kick on and sort of put the game to bed, and it sort of came back to bite them. But um, yeah, negative tactics is certainly not something that can be associated with Leeds. Um, <laughs> no, um, they've really been the, the great entertainers. Um, this season, um, they, they come into this one after a 5-0 win away at West Brom. They've also recently been involved in a 6-2 and a, and a 5-2 as well. So, yeah, um, tends to get an entertainment an entertaining game Sorry, when Leeds are involved. Um, one thing I would say, though, is as good as they are um, going forward, they don't have a particularly watertight defence. I think their sort of cavalier approach can sometimes be their undoing. Um and I think that's something that would worry me um, from, from a Leeds perspective against Spurs, and it's something I've factored into the bet builder for this one. I'm going to back Spurs to score over one goal um, alongside over zero Leeds cards and over one Leeds corner, and that pays five to six with, with bet three six five. Yeah, I think what's interesting when you look at Leeds, it kind of feels it's a very kind of Jekyll and Hyde. It's either all or nothing. So there are four wins away from home they've all done with a clean sheet, their four losses they've, away from home, they've lost three or more goals, they've lost three, one, four, one, four, three, and six, two, so <laughs> there's no real in-between with Leeds on the road, um, and as you say, the, the great entertainers, I think there's been 60 goals uh, in their 16 Premier League games so far this season, so yeah, if you're going to go with one goal for Spurs, you might as well go for two or more, the way things are going for Leeds at the moment. Yeah, I just think um, when when you look at Leeds fixtures and certainly when they've come up against the, the sort of heavyweights of the division, if you will, um, they've sort of been found wanting um, defensively. Yeah. Um, and their defensive record is actually the second worst in the league. I think only West Brom have a worse defensive record. I think that's thanks yeah. to Leeds putting yeah. five past yeah. them. That's right. They're um, on thirty-five and Leeds are on thirty goals conceded. So. Yeah. Um, so it's. Brilliant as they are, and as much as we love to watch them from an attacking sense, they um, definitely give you a chance at the back. They've conceded two or more in four of their, their last um, six matches. Um, just looking back at some of those matches against the bigger sort of teams in the division, conceded four away at Liverpool, three away at Chelsea, six away at Man United. They also shipped four at home to Leicester. So they do tend to struggle to sort of contain the, the the top teams in the division. And I think this game will suit Mourinho and Spurs. Um, as we know, Mourinho likes to sort of set up and to pound sort of in the, the counter-attack. And I think Leeds, they only know how to play one way. They'll have a go at Spurs. But I just think that the players that Spurs have in attacking areas could sort of put Leeds to the sword, the likes of Harry Kane and Son. Um, yeah. I could see... Um, them scoring a, a couple of goals here and a, a bit like the, the last game that we discussed I think if Spurs are to win this game they'll, they'll probably need at least a couple of goals Leeds have scored in all their away games this season so yeah Spurs will, could well need um, at least two goals if they're to get back to winning ways 
Yep, and in terms of the corners, Leeds do pretty well uh, from the corner count, actually 5.88 on average away from home, 6.13 overall. So fairly confident in them getting the, the two necessary corners that you've put into this bet builder. Yeah, you're not asking for too much. Um, we're going for two corners um, for, for Leeds here. I think that's something they've managed in all but one other games this season. The only one they didn't was um, the opening weekend when they were away at Liverpool. Um, and it, from a Spurs perspective, they've conceded. And I think they're averaging sort of corners against it is over five this season. And all of their opponents in the Premier League have hit two or more corners against them um, so far. So, yeah, happy to, to back Leeds to pick up a, a couple of corners at least here. And the last leg of the bet builder is Leeds to pick up at least a card. Um, they're averaging 1.44. Um, and Spurs are... How do you want this? Giving away <laughs> 2.25 yellows uh, per game. Their opponents are picking up uh, against them for every game. Referee David Coote, his average is 4.13. So again, not a huge ask to see a Leeds yellow card in this game either. Yeah, they've not been prolific for cards, um, Leeds, but um, I think they've picked up at least one in 12 of their, their last 14. And again, I think, if, I just think, again, if Spurs do try and sort of catch Leeds on the counter-attack, I think they could get caught out and there might be that need just to take that um, sort of cynical yellow and we've got a decent ref for it as well. Um, yeah. And David Cook, I think he's actually moved above Mike Dean um, when it comes to card averages and I think he's showed five or more cards in 50% of the games that he's officiated this season. Um, so, yeah, more than happy to, to, to back Leeds to pick up at least one caution here. Okay, so that bet builder is over one goal for Spurs, over one corner for Leeds, and over zero cards for Leeds. And again, that's five to six at bet three six five. Yeah. Okay, can you just give us a wee recap then of the three bet builders for the weekend? Yep, three bet builders all with bet three six five. First one is on Friday for Everton versus West Ham, and I'm going for over zero Everton goals, over three Everton corners under six match goals and under six match cards and that pays five to six. Second bet builder is also on Friday in the Man United Aston Villa match and I'm going for Man United to score over zero Aston Villa cards, over two match cards and over six match corners and that's also at five to six. And the final one is on Saturday for Tottenham versus Leeds and the bet builder for this one is Tottenham to score over one goal, over zero Leeds cards and over one Leeds corner. And that is also five to six. And I'll be having my customary pound on the treble <laughs> uh, at 5.1 to one with Betsy 6.5 and hopefully get the year off to a, a nice winning start. Okay, that's us for this week's Bet Builder podcast. Remember, you can follow Slips Tips on Twitter at Slips Tips and you can catch more regular tips from him on the MrFixitsTips.co.uk website. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening throughout the year to the Bet Builder podcast. Really appreciate you spending your time with us. And we'd just like to wish you all a happy and peaceful new year when it comes and best of luck with your Bet Builder bets this weekend. Yeah, and I've just echo that thanks to everyone that's listened the last few months since we started doing the Bet Builder podcast it's much appreciated and yeah happy new year to all the listeners